everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, guys. All right, so let's get into Season 5, Episode 4, Cover Girl. We'll start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie struggles to define herself. Samantha feels judged. Miranda joins Weight Watchers. And Charlotte is starting over yet again. I feel like Charlotte's been starting over yet again for a long fucking time. Seems pretty much since about season two, episode three. She's <laughs> like, I'm I've been tired. trying to hit a reset button. Yeah. And talk about what and needs a reset. Go for Four it. Four out of eight episodes can't be this bad. It's worse than I ever thought. Like, this is worse... This is unwatchable. This is the worst season of the show. It is. And I didn't think that but going into is, it for some reason. I thought we were riding high. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so this is an episode that focuses on, like, judgment and I don't even know. Just. Oh, and I guess you could argue self-help is what Charlotte's up to. I mean, I did they only have eight I, weeks to write the season? Like, why is it did so they only bad? Have eight hours? It just feels like they opened up a fucking bag of letters, like bananagrams, and just threw some shit at the wall and said, good luck. They're just very lost. Lost. Very. Giant. Whatever his last. Jack Shepard, or whatever the fuck his name was over there on Lost. <laughs> Jack Shepard. Wasn't that his name? <laughs> I never saw Lost. It was a wild show. Jack Shepard, Derek Shepard, both asshole doctors on ABC mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. So let's hear the monologue and then start breaking it down. I think it's pretty much agreed that it goes open-minded, good, judgmental, bad. But are we being too quick to judge judgment? Perhaps judgment is not so much a snap decision as an early warning and detection device. If it is instantly clear that a person, a place, or even a profession is not for you, is it better to ignore your better judgment and read between the lines? Or should you judge a book by its cover? I hate this monologue. (laughs) Right? Like, what is Carrie talking about? I guess, no, I should say I do appreciate the idea of judgment and it's something you evaluate. I just think the execution here is really bad. But um, I do, and I often will say to people, don't think of your judgment as misguided constantly. Like, I think we're mm-hmm. always trying to move away from being judgmental. But sometimes your first impression or judgment of people is self-defense. Now, you don't want it to be biased. Like, you mm-hmm. can't be walking around the world like, oh... There's a black person. I don't want to talk to them. That's not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) However, if you are encountering someone and you don't feel safe in like a new friendship or relationship, like there's a reason you feel that way. Like listen to your insights. And honestly, that might be a much better episode because I think that is something that women have to deal with after being told Mm -hmm. to be nice and pleasant and accommodating and your first impression or judgment of someone might be the total opposite, but you don't listen to your instinct because of how we're all socialized. Mm-hmm. But that ain't what we got in this episode. I mean, she's talking about we book didn't covers. Even get and... close to that. 
And then we didn't get anything close to that. It's really an insane, insane episode. And then at one point she says in the monologue here, if it is instantly clear that a person, a place, or even a profession is not for you, why, why is she talking about profession all of a sudden? (laughs) Or place? What is she talking about? Yeah. I don't really know what she's talking about this whole this whole episode is just a grab bag of just shit that they they shouldn't have done. These were I feel like these were all ideas that were left on like the cutting room floor throughout the seasons. And they were like, that, fuck like, it, Sarah Jessica's pregnant. We don't have a lot of time. Just put them yeah, up. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, speaking of someone with no storyline, Charlotte. So Starting she, over yet again, yet again, yet again. So she's just looking for a self-help book but is embarrassed mm-hmm. and is wandering through the aisles going, travel, travel, which did make me laugh. And I could see myself mm-hmm. doing that if I, but what the fuck was going on? I've never bought a self-help book. But I don't think people are just sitting in aisles sobbing. I worked at a Barnes & Noble. I ain't never seen nobody behave like that. I've definitely seen people sitting in aisles. But sobbing? But not crying. No. <laughs> I mean, the only people who did that were us, the staff. Right. And so she decides to order the book online and then she just throws it out of the window. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's her whole storyline. That's it. And it feels like such a waste to me because you have the most outwardly judgmental person of the crew. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you use her? Like, this would be a great time for her to go on a date with someone and have her prejudge them and then only to find out like like maybe she meets with a guy who presents himself one way but then she finds out he's like a Rockefeller or something like yeah well that's I feel like when we get into Harry well no but at least Harry right like at least Harry is like she has to learn to judge not judge Harry by his cover Mm -hmm. right that which is totally fine I just mean like let's see her do something let's see her do anything I mean, this episode, I mean, it wasn't long. I mean, we could have fit two more minutes in to at least show her interacting with someone. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, I guess she has a pretty heavy back half of the season with the introduction of Harry. Mm -hmm. And maybe they were like, you know, we got to balance it out. But if by balancing it out, we got. It's such a waste of a season. Like, it really, I'm just disappointed. Maybe the last four are going to be really great. Although. I just took a look at the no I know (laughs) that's what I'm worried about because I just looked at next week we meet Berger um, oh my god who you know I love kill me and um we get the chemical peel Mm -hmm. oh and the return of that really hot guy we liked from last season who fucked Miranda when she was pregnant Oh, Walker. yeah, yeah, yeah. We liked him, Walker. Walker Lewis. And I don't know what Charlotte's doing next week. I'm pretty sure she's just hanging out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Just seems a complete waste of Charlotte. Speaking of also a complete waste, Miranda baby weight. No, I... No, I have to ask about Weight Watchers. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I've never been. I haven't either. Did it not seem to be some odd mixture of, like, Scientology by way of AA? Is that what it is? I don't hear from anybody who's gone. I've heard great things about it. They were talking about meetings and get-togethers and then being publicly weighed and tested. It's a community. It's a community. I thought they were two seconds from going into the back room and doing those weird, like, clinics that they did in the Master that are about Scientology. 
Well, I think now it's different because there's an app <laughs> and like you can do it all like alone on your phone and like have a community online. Why I on can't God's imagine. green earth would you leave your home to be weighed in a group of in other group people? And then when that woman screamed out her weight, I would have wrapped my hands around her neck and wrung the life out of her. Uh, Oh, my God. I would have screamed. Uh, Not that I'm Miranda Baby, wait. And we meet someone who I find to be one of the most repulsive. I'm so sorry about everything Mm. I said about that guy, Craig, from In Just Like That or whatever the fuck his name is. Peter. We meet This guy is... Talk about a One of the CBS worst I've comedy. Ever seen. He was giving Paul Blart Mall Cop. I I don't know what to do about him. Or, I did not... Don't even don't even put Kevin James in that category. But you just know like that that's like that CBS version of like life. I just saw Miranda devolving. She's moved to Pittsburgh, and those two are really palling around like Mike and Molly. Yeah. Wow. And I watched every episode of Mike and Molly. And he's like. It was a great child. <laughs> I love Melissa McCarthy. Don't I know, do too. don't recall that gentleman's name, but he was great too. He was, but Tom Big Boned is just <sighs> one of the worst characters I've and ever seen. And how dare they just he's... name him that as well, a show? Also... Well, <laughs> yeah, and also just like the idea that the the problem Miranda's having is that he eats her out and is messy. No, no. Before we even get to that, they uh, they meet and decide to go have some mm-hmm. food. And Miranda shares that she was on some sort of diet where she was eating out of a can and she cut her tongue. I'm like, what is going on in Miranda's apartment? Yeah. We've seen her eat out of the trash. Now she cut her hand while eating out of a can directly. She's really going through it. (laughs) She's really these. these No wonder Magda won't leave her alone. She's like, I'm on fucking suicide watch with this girl. I know. Miranda's down bad. Her hair did look fantastic in this episode. And I felt like they had to do that so they could knock her down a few pegs in a few weeks. She's the last few episodes. She's been giving us like major blowout energy. Like she goes to dry bar. Yeah. But like, I because is it, this is the season where it's going to get really bad though. Right. And Samantha's going to watch Brady. I think that's next episode. Wow. A lot going on next episode. Maybe it'll be good. One is the loneliest number. Yeah. (sighs) Oh. I don't know what's going on. I, I just... I have just... I don't have much to say. Overeater, and then he overeater, her, and when Carrie slapped that table... I wonder what's going on with Carrie? <laughs> she literally... I mean, knocking on the window was one thing. She slapped the table multiple times and was laughing like a hyena. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I was like, what is... who? Who is writing of this character this year? I know. She's, she's entirely manic. unlikable. And not that, she's horrible. And not that female characters have to be likable. What's she... your excuse? Remember that? Oh, God. I'm going to go have some salt water taffy. I'm like, will you shut the fuck up? Or my pan au chocolat. Sorry, I have to go. <laughs> she's, so she's literally made the most <laughs> strange decisions in every episode. I've never seen her behave like this. No, she's out of her mind. And shout out to, you know, Grace, who we were texting with earlier, who was like, Carrie's so unlikable and just like that. I'm like, sweetie, turn on season five. Turn on season fucking five. She goes insane. She she hits that table at brunch. I've, ne- I've never seen Sarah Jessica Parker act like that. <laughs> I'm starting to think she got out her old Annie on Broadway Coke nail and just was, oh, I guess she's pregnant. <laughs> 
Like, it must be the prenatal something? vitamins it or something. It must be. She is on some prenatal vitamins that have her her energy jacked up. And yeah. I think they were like, you know what, fuck it. It's only eight episodes. We can't tell her to dial it in. Let her do whatever mm-hmm. she wants. She's screaming every which way. Yeah, and what was the thing she said to Samantha about um, the Worldwide Express guy at the table? She, and she just she thought just, she was, like, so funny. She just, um, oh, I th- so, you know, let's just get into that. So... She walked in on the Worldwide Express guy who I thought was gorgeous. Hot as hell. That pouty mouth on him. Those arms. Mm, when he Are ripped that package. Mm. John, Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> and she she says something along the lines mm. of, oh, well, when she finishes, she just asks them to sign for the packet. It's something so fucking rude. Yeah. And then the camera cuts to her and she's smirking like she said the funniest thing, like a mischievous little raccoon. Mm-hmm. I, this is a friendship ender this behavior at uh, whose carries i would have been like i'm done i'm out samantha was really upset what did and you like, before we get into that actually but we'll, let's start at the beginning what did you think of the book cover that the women show her amy sedaris and uh, molly shannon it was crazy so ultimately, are they expecting Carrie to go to a photo shoot, stand naked, and then be covered mm-hmm. by planks of words? Mm-hmm. I mean, she is basically naked on the side of a bus. Yeah, I think that's what they were thinking. <laughs> like, that, like, like now sweetie, she's we've not seen a lot of on the bus. She's waiting for the bus, but like, I don't think you. If you're trying wow, to get off, that's this, like, what they were thinking. They could have explained that a lot more. Like, hey, sweetie, now you're um waiting for the bus because you're on it. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, then no, that's Samantha. Good throws her in that outfit well first they then have well first they have that terrible phone call that felt so realistic to me to when there's tension with a friend when Mm -hmm. she's hanging out with stanford nice to see him again we get the iconic um some people do arts and crafts some judge or Mm -hmm. we judge um but i just i thought that phone call was so the right amount it really reminded me of um some of her early phone calls with Big where you can tell she wants to ask something but is afraid to. And it was that same sort of tension of like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, everything's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm fabulous. It's like okay, that kind of mounting. Everything's good. We're going to paper over this. Mm-hmm. But then they throw her in um that outfit. And by the way, she's going to buy that outfit next season, basically, to try to seduce Burger. Yeah, but those heels. Yeah, I mean, she did, it's not that different what she wears in no, a few wait. seasons, is it? You're actually right. Like, she does That's wear something literally incredibly what she wears similar. Next season. After giving Samantha this bullshit. I am so fucking sick of Carrie. Miss Bradshaw like, is really on one. She was like, who would wear this? I don't Samantha know was like, what I your do. Carrie impersonation is, but it is wild. And I'm really here it for changes, it. It, it, it changes. It's changed every, every single time. line reading you've done. She sounded more like Woody Allen that last one. <laughs> you know, I'm just laying in bed. Just, yeah, just I'm just resting. <laughs> you're going you're going right to sleep after this. <laughs> I wish. Um so they get into the big fight and um let's hear a bit of their argument, which of course ends with the iconic statement. Samantha, I really appreciate the help. But you and I have very different ideas about what's sexy. This is about the blowjob, isn't it? 
What? One little blowjob, and I'm a hooker with no taste. This isn't about the blowjob. This is about the book cover. I don't feel comfortable being on a shelf next to a biography of Eleanor Roosevelt with my breasts hanging out. What is the problem? I've seen you at cocktail parties wearing not much else. Nuh-uh. Not lately you haven't. And you know why? Because it's time for ladies my age to cover it up. We can't get away with the same stuff we used to. <laughs> Meaning blowjobs. Oh, Jesus, again with the blowjobs. What is your problem? I don't have a problem. You have a problem. I have marabou-covered breasts. That is my only problem. I'm not blind. I saw that look in your eye in my office. What look? That judgmental look. That wasn't judgment. That was shock. I thought we were having lunch. Are you telling me you have no judgment about me and the Worldwide Express guy? No judgment. But, but I do have a question. Will this relationship be priority overnight or next day delivery? Oh, come on, Samantha, lighten up, remember? If I walked in on you giving a blowjob to a Worldwide Express guy, you would never walk in on me because that is something I would never do. There. And I cannot believe that you would judge me after everything that we've been through. Samantha, where are you going? I'm going to splash some water on my face and then I'm going home. And I will not be judged by you or society. I will wear whatever and blow whomever I want as long as I can breathe and kneel. Well, Kim Cattrall basically saves this episode in that one moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, as long as she can stand and kneel. And kneel. And speaking of kneeling, how dare this fucking show play that arthritic noise when she stood? Did you hear that? I did. It made I me did. so ill. No, and I know, and and I know we defended it in just like that for ten weeks when it originally aired. But of course, there was a lot of discourse of like they're trying to make these women so old, and why is Carrie got a hip problem? I felt more offended by the addition of that noise, mostly because the sound design was so bad. It sounded like it came from the next room. Yeah, it was bad. How dare they treat him control like this? I just feel like this episode is just like oh, nothing. Nothing. I did appreciate, you know, we got and to see And it could Stanford. have been something. Like, that's the thing. Could it have been? Like, it, I think we could have done something really good. Oh, I see. I don't. That's I think so Harry should have been introduced earlier. I feel like they didn't have to go to Atlantic City and like... No, we definitely didn't have to go to Atlantic City. We didn't have to do all that. I didn't want to be in Barnes & Noble this week. I felt very like when I we were in Barnes & Noble. I didn't want to be in that sad dressing room. And when we went to Samantha's office, I was hoping that old assistant of hers would be there, who the, the Jersey dude. I was like, bring him back. Mm-hmm. He would have been like, here, get the fuck out of here. Samantha's on her knees, that dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would have made sure exactly. nothing bad happened. Right. Um, I guess I like the introduction of Marcus, but then I really don't, I don't know. I don't like the kind of unsaid feeling of like oh Stanford he's so much more attractive than Stan it's like let's just like this is all so weird and gross and I, I don't like what this is saying about the queer community and then of course the the joke at the end about how they both assumed Stanford would be giving head instead of getting it it's like everybody can get some head like, guys what are you all talking about everybody can get it everyone can get it yeah no <clears throat> What? Not to circle back to Mr. Big Bone. What? 
But I feel we didn't really give him his due in terms of what their problem was. I feel like we glossed Disgusting. right over that. Disgusting. I don't think you need to go as far as Charlotte was saying. Like, oh, I was with Charlotte this. immediately. Like, get a like, kickback. Like, I get, and, like, yeah, like, yeah. I understand that. But to have it, like, be sloppy all over so is it hmm. like what the fuck are you doing down is there? Is it possible to perform that act and not come out so sloppy? Because yes. I think that giving you know blowjobs or you can at little least like wipe your on mouth the sheet, I think, or something before, before like wipe it on your fucking hand before you come up. Like that's I don't also, understand ask, this idea. Is it happening like that where the man is fully under the sheet? Yeah. It just felt kind of crazy. Sometimes, like I don't know. I'm not sure I would ever give head like completely under a sheet. I'd be hot. No, I think they go. So, I mean, it goes both ways. <laughs> like, I guess I would just never do that. Yeah. Like I wouldn't yeah. fully cover myself. Like, yeah. Um, and of course you did share that you have walked in on a friend performing an act. Performing. Mm-hmm. And did you have a similar reaction to Carrie? And Samantha, did you run? I wasn't disgusted. I was more of just like, why did I do this? Like, I oh, you knew. I felt like I didn't know, but like I, I so it was like in a loft, and I like crawled up this ladder. (laughs) And why to get in bed with them? No, because I was gonna check on her and be like, because this was like a stranger. Okay, I'm starting to see a lot of errors on your part. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't smart. but no. So I crawled up this ladder and I like peeked my little head up like this and the moonlight was literally shining like directly on it. And I was like... Ugh. And was she fully under the cover like Tom Big Bone? No, no, See, no, no. I no, just no. don't think that that's how you give a proper blowjob to be fully under a cover. I, I, no, I don't think you give one under the covers, but I think... <laughs> but he was really under there. I could but see I his whole body. But I think it's because you're not bobbing. That's true. I would imagine. That's You're why I'm starting lame. to. That's why I'm starting thinking like, um, I don't know how you would escape that mm-hmm. situation. Not messy. Yeah, I mean, it can happen. <laughs> the way that he was looking was like really sick. It was. It was. It was upsetting, and um, I didn't care. Although I did agree with him that I, when he said he wanted a pot pie, I wanted one. Yeah. He's just, like, so disgusting in every way. Like, I, I'm i upset that Miranda even, like, went out with him. He's um, he's definitely not aspirational. And I want everyone to know this has nothing to do with his body. No, 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 no. It's just his no, vibe. No, like, we're not. No, it's his vibe. It's his energy. It's his face. I don't like any of it. No, it's definitely just his vibe. I mean, I who doesn't like a bigger boy? But, like, this guy was... He lacked sex sex appeal. He lacked a lot. And he wasn't even funny. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. What did you think of the kind of ending of the episode? That tacked on little photo shoot. I thought she looked cute. I'm sure you're gonna say something about her. And it was it was a you know I hate it. It was definitely a nice callback for the movie, like when they in the movie when they did the, her photo shoot. For right, Vogue. but then when Care when Samantha says, "Isn't she fabulous?" I literally said out loud to the screen to no one, "No, she is a terrible person." Yeah, this is a Carrie I cannot stand by. Mm-hmm. What do you think She's of the fashion in this one? You know, 
I have to tell you that I need them to put Miranda in better outfits. They really um, are dragging her left and right. They really are. And it's really upsetting because it'd be nice to see like a different body type being shown in like a fabulous way. Like instead of just being like, oh, I have to be really thin to be fabulous because that's kind of the vibe that they're giving us. Right. Because I don't think her clothes start to get better until <laughs> Til they're not is. back to the elevated thing until she feels like she's losing weight in mm-hmm. the um, episode where they get jeans. high. Yeah. Yeah. So you're no, you're totally right there that they've made they've basically just like, well, she's got baby weight there for we gotta throw Personally, her in like dusters and just yeah. nonsense. She was and wearing another ass. one this week. I know. It's red. I hate when they throw her in like a burgundy. It's really it doesn't suit her, but um I thought Charlotte I, looked adorable in her polo sweater and jeans. Yeah, she looks great. I also love the Worldwide Express guy's outfit. Okay, he looked straight out of like a porno a I porno. watched earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Like, that's not an outfit any, like, actual delivery no, man no, wearing. No, no, He looked, it was like an, it was like a more porno-y version of the UPS guy in Legally Blonde. And he was giving that vibe. Yeah. He was kind of dressed like those hot dog delivery men in, or no, what, not the hot, bread what delivery. The, the bread delivery guys in the first season of Just Like That, and I really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. And um, I liked Carrie's whole look for her book cover at the end. I thought she looked adorable, even though she is a beast of burden of a woman. I mean, just out of control. Menace. Then in terms of men, we had Joe, Marcus, Stanford, and Tom. I think we all know Joe. We're going with Joe. Joe. Yeah. Joe Tuesdays and Thursdays. And what would you give this one out of 10? A two. Yeah, 2.5. 2.5, and that's really just for Samantha's monologue. Wow. This one, because mm-hmm. I don't it. feel good about and coming Joe. on this podcast every week and being negative and talking bad about the show we well, love. Well, thank God we have I... Love is Blind carrying us through. Yeah, thank God we've got Love is Blind in succession just to drop us in. Yeah. Because, woof, if next week this isn't better, I don't know mm-hmm. what we're going to do. can't believe we're launching our Patreon with this season. <laughs> I know. Although, luckily, that gives us space to talk about other things. Because if we had to... Con- Thank God. I don't think I could keep doing this for four more weeks. Oh, God, no. But, guys, sign up for a Patreon. <laughs> so, please. All right. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss Season 5, Episode 5. Plus one is the loneliest number. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram, and I'm at Nick on Twitter. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.